Hello, this is Cherry from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, April 25th, and much has happened in the cases relating to allegations of sexual harassment leveled against Chief Justice of India Ranjan Gogoi. In the Supreme Court, a three-judge bench said that a former Supreme Court judge Justice A.K. Patnaik will further inquire into allegations of a conspiracy to frame CGI Ranjan Gogoi in a false sexual harassment case. The bench comprising Justices Arun Mishra, Arif Nareeman and Deepak Gupta was looking into an affidavit filed by Advocate Utsav Bains. The advocate had claimed that he was offered 1.5 crore rupees by a fixer. This, according to him, was part of a larger conspiracy being plotted by fixers and disgruntled employees. During the hearing, the top court also ordered chiefs of CBI, Delhi Police and Intelligence Bureau to provide assistance to Justice Patnaik. The court also rejected Baines's claim of privilege and asked the young advocate to divulge all information regarding the issue. Earlier, Baines had refused to name names in his affidavit, stating they were privileged communications under the Advocates Act. So far, Baines has named two former employees, Tapan Kumar Chakrabarti and Manav Sharma. Meanwhile, Justice N.V. Ramana has recused himself from the three-member Supreme Court panel that was looking into allegations of sexual harassment filed by a 35-year-old former Supreme Court staffer. Yesterday, the former SC staffer had written into the in-house panel stating that Justice Ramana was a frequent visitor to the CJI's resident. She also stated, quote, He is a close friend of the CJI and is like a family member to him, unquote. Demanding a fair and independent hearing, the former SC staffer also asked for the proceedings to be conducted in accordance with Vishaka guidelines. As per Vishaka guidelines, the committee should have a majority of women members and an external member to ensure fairness and impartiality. Before Ramana's recusal, the inquiry committee was headed by Justice S.A. Bopte and included Indra Banerjee and Ramana. According to Times of India, the panel will now be reconstituted and a new SC judge will be included. Weeks ahead of polls in Delhi, the Ahmadmi Party has released its manifesto for the 2019 Lok Sabha elections. The party claimed that it will fight the 2019 elections with the sole objective of making Delhi a full state. The manifesto also lays out what the Ahmadmi Party has achieved without full statehood status, what it meant to be a full state in terms of land, law and order, police and control over officials, and what the party would do after the status was achieved. Some of the promises made in the manifesto include improvement of conviction rate for all crimes, all cases of crimes against women to be tried by fast-track courts, ensuring a congestion-free Delhi, and allocating land to build hundreds of schools and colleges. During the manifesto's release, Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal said the party would do everything it takes to stop the Modi-Shah duo from returning to power. If Modi returns to power, Kejriwal said, quote, Rahul Gandhi will be responsible, unquote. Meanwhile, the Congress party has named Ajay Rai as its candidate from the Varanasi Lok Sabha constituency for the 2019 Lok Sabha elections. This announcement puts to rest all speculations about Congress General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi Wadra taking on Prime Minister Narendra Modi from this seat. The Varanasi Lok Sabha constituency goes to polls on May 19. In 2014, Modi had won the seat with over 5 lakh votes, while Ajay Rai had polled less than 1 lakh votes. 
a Delhi court today granted bail to the caravan magazine's editor Paresh Nath and journalist Kaushal Shroff in the criminal defamation case filed by Vivek Doval. Vivek is National Security Advisor Ajit Doval's son. The bail was granted on a personal bond of twenty thousand rupees and a surety of one lakh rupees. Additional Chief Metropolitan Magistrate Samar Vishal also granted Congress MP Jairam Ramesh exemption from personal appearance for the day and directed him to appear on May 9th. Ramesh's bail plea will be heard on the day he appears before the court. Vivek Thowal had filed a criminal complaint after an article in the magazine claimed that he ran a hedge fund in the Cayman Islands, which is a tax haven. The court had summoned them on March 2nd after concluding that their allegations against Doval were prima facie defamatory. Earlier today an explosion occurred in Sri Lanka's Pogoda town. This town is about 40 kilometers from Sri Lanka's capital Colombo. The blast comes days after a series of bomb blasts on Easter Sunday killed at least 359 people and wounded more than 500. At least 10 Indians were killed in the attacks. As for the explosion that happened today, the police have ruled out any casualties. Police spokesperson Rovan Gunasekara said they were investigating the blast that took place on a vacant land behind the magistrate's court. Yesterday, Sri Lankan President Maithripala Srisena had asked Sri Lanka's Defence Secretary and Inspector General of Police to resign over their failure to prevent the blast in the country despite receiving prior intelligence. So far the police have arrested or detained at least 75 suspects. After months of deliberation, former United States Vice President Joe Biden has announced his decision to run for president for the third time. Biden's candidacy, it seems, was one of the big questions when it came to the makeup of the 2020 US presidential race. The announcement of Biden's candidacy came in a campaign video released this morning. In the video the former VP called the 2020 race as a battle for the soul of the nation. He said, quote, "If we give Donald Trump 8 years in the White House, he will forever and fundamentally alter the character of this nation, who we are, and I cannot stand by and watch that happen. That's why today I'm announcing my candidacy for President of the United States." Unquote. The 76-year-old had failed to earn the Democratic nomination in 1988 and 2008. Before I wrap up, I'd recommend that you check out our correspondent Gaurav Sarkar's piece on newslaundry.com. For three days now, Gaurav has been lurking in the Supreme Court halls, tracking the developments in the quote-unquote conspiracy to frame the CGI in a sexual harassment case. Not just the orders, Gaurav's piece captures the humor, the court dynamics, concerns of judges and advocates, as well as all the court drama that went down. So do check it out. And while you're at it, do remember to support independent media because if you don't, news will die. You can do your bit by subscribing to newslaundry.com. Remember, we do not take any ads or donations. We depend on you, the reader, and only your support can keep us going. So seriously subscribe. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah.